This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. All transmissions approved by Enclave Security Information Officer Stan Hobinson. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Crap, is that even on? Does light going red mean... I'm not used to setting this up. We're deep into it now. <laughs> Gotta do it for yourself when we're two days from base shutdown. And, oh, little bro. What a bull. de mail I'm stuck in this time. This is Maria Langlois, Moonbase Gamma. If you find this and your name's not Michelle, you've got two options. Send it his way without listening to one more word. Or... I haven't come up with the other one, but believe me, it's going to hurt. <sighs> Little bro, this is probably going to be it from our side of the moon. Not that I think my messages are going to pull a Hail Mary now and start going through, but... <sighs> Gotta take one more shot. <laughs> one more try to send some big sib advice. One more... One more chance to say I'm sorry. Before I gotta ride herd on this crew and put them all to bed. I am sorry. For all of it. So damn sorry. Ugh. I hope like hell things are going better for you. Hey! McGurk! Does the old factory work in your cube? Old factory, give me... Uh, find the preset for machine shop. Give me a score to two of that. <sighs> That's the stuff. Alright. Revno no muto. It is so too unfair. I can't even talk to you. Much less. Do, do, do you know how many times? I've almost jumped in a rover and just... But it's too far. It's too far, and things are barely holding together here as it is. The minute I left the base, they would run wild. <sighs> We've all got responsibilities, I guess. You know how that is. I don't know how much our commanding officer told you when he signed you up. He better have opened every goddamn file. He better have apologized for the wait. All the months and months of messages I sent back then that were classified... He promised this would open all the doors. And here we are, stuck on opposite sides of the same ball of rock, and I still don't know if you've heard them. If I ever 
stand in front of that man again. Je vais lui tourner le cou. Le fucking cou. I only know what I know <laughs> because of McGurk here. He's our comms lead, and he's kept in good with the consortium the whole way through. I should have told you that. <laughs> A little piece of advice that I should have bequeathed unto you. Get the comms lead on your side first thing. That's your flow of intel back and forth. It's ten times hard if you work around them. That's how I found out about the whole shutdown before everyone else. And good thing I did. They only gave us five weeks to get the whole thing into mothballs. Five weeks. Science, O2 mining, decommissioning every area and sealing it off, securing every record, every workstation, every transmission. But again, not a lot of those going around thanks to the powers that be. Though, folks are trying. We're getting desperate. Last week, one of the science crew, Dr. Kushup, got the bright idea to set up her own antenna on the surface. I caught her in the nick of time. That's why I can't take off on road trips. I can't count on my second and third for anything. Señor, quel bon d'enculé. Keep it down out there, Farid. I know your voice. Don't make me come knock some heads. You hear what I'm working with? Five weeks to shut everything down. What a whole satellite's worth of shit. <laughs> but at least we get to clear out the food stores. It's been a banquet every night this week. Not that I had trouble getting fed. Our quartermaster always slips me little treats. I think they've got a crush on me, which is not a great idea, but uh, <laughs> you can't save silly fuckers from themselves, can you? And I am clicks off topic now. My head's full of everything and nothing at the same time. Oof, there's so much I want to, and I'm not sure even where to. Come on, lingua. Words. Words, 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 words. Old factory. Switch over to pain au chocolat. Mmm. Remember when I started working at that bakery? It was the first time I could get out in the morning without a day-long list of chores, without the mud and the fields and the boost de vache up my nose. It was my first step away from them. I'd have taken any job for that. But it was even hauling sacks of flour back and forth. It was amazing to be a part of that place. That scent filling the air, rising in the breeze, knowing it would fill our room and wake you. It was the one thing I could do for both of us. And then just being there across the courtyard every day, looking back and seeing that house from the outside, it gave me a place to stand, a place to see myself, 
outside of our fucked up family. <sighs> Michelle. What a taintable del de meld we lived in. Whatever's happening now, at least we got out of that place, right? Right? I could see myself. I could see you. And I needed to get you out. But where could we go? What could I do about the rules and the locks and the doors and the fucking... But hey, <laughs> it turns out if your parents find out you disagree with the box they checked on your birth certificate, that's your way out. I wish I'd told them a hell of a lot earlier, though I'm sure I would have wound up on the street if the consortium hadn't come through at the same time recruiting for other enclaves. And you would have stayed locked in that bedroom. <laughs> but <sighs> look where we are now, little bro. Look where I've got us. Welcome to the moon. <sighs> Nobody's ever accused me of making good choices. I I'm good at getting out. <laughs> Just not so much where I wind up getting to. Even the bakery sucked after a while. They wouldn't let me learn the actual baking parts. They wanted to keep that bit inside the family. I knew that family's not always the best place to be. Except for you and me. Maria and Michelle. Against the world. Against the universe. That's a place where I can stand. A place to come home to. Until I let security screw the whole thing up. I mean... Basic training was nothing compared to what we'd escaped. But from day one, I could feel it pulling at us. I'd come home ready to drop, throw together dinner with my eyes closed, fall asleep in my chair, and start again before sunrise. I hope I asked how you were doing, but I don't remember any of the answers. And you were finishing school. We were changing and two different people, and I never had the chance to really know you. I don't even... Je suis tellement désolé que ça nous séparé. Did I even try to talk you out of following my lead? Or did I just say, sure, fine, what's it going to hurt? I was out in assignments then. I couldn't tell when or where. I just... It was hard as hell, but I, I know it was harder for you. You know, kids were <laughs> never going to be my thing, but I understand what parents mean now. You, you know, real parents, when they say they don't want things to turn out the same way. They want something better. Fuck me. I wanted something better for you, Bondi. <sighs> but I didn't stop it. I wasn't there to stop it. I wasn't there. <sighs> Michelle, the biggest regret in my fucked up life is that I was already here a million goddamn miles away and you had to go through all of that alone. 
You had to find yourself by yourself. And I was, <laughs> I didn't know. And I should have known. I, I always thought you might be my little bro, you know, in your own time. But I thought I'd be there when you were ready. I was going to make it better for you. I know it wasn't. were my redemption for all the shit I've seen and all the shit I've done. And then they took you too. They made a bigger mess of things with you than even I have. And we're supposed to feel grateful as if we didn't pay twice for everything they gave to us. I swore I'd tear this place apart to get to you. But I couldn't make it happen. I couldn't make it there. I am so fucking sorry, Michelle. So fucking sorry. And not that saying so fixes this damn thing. Les actes valent mieux que les mots. This is why I hate talking in the first place. I will burn this entire moon base to the ground! Thank you! <laughs> Not such a bad idea comes down to it. We're on our way home. Next supply rocket. That'd sure show the consortium on our way out the door. I do have a certain history of burning bridges. But I've got my duty too, Bolsa. It's a little late to give that up. Though, if I thought I could get to you, I'd give it a shot. Goddamn rovers. Goddamn distance. Goddamn moon. <sighs> Two days. I hate that I'm getting that stasis pod. I hate it. But what else do I do, little bro? They've cut us off the knees. Not enough food course we did some of that to ourselves but not enough folks left awake to keep things running we can't even get our own messages through the other bases are all shut earth's got us locked down and their rules are <laughs> well that sounds all too familiar don't you think i should have let the doc set up that antenna and i should have pushed when i could push Now I'm just. Je ne peux rien faire. Je les emmerde tu. 
if this does get to you some way, I'm not expecting anything. I'm not telling you to do something stupid on your base before the end. You've got to make your own choices, little bro. I'm sure as hell not a role model. Maybe I can... Oh, I don't know. Do something. Once I'm back on Earth... Once they... <laughs> let us go... Just know that I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry for screwing it all up and for not being there, for not really saving you when I saved you. I hope to help. We're going to have another chance. Yeah, I'm done. If you can try to get it out. Moonbase Theta. Right. I better get back to work. Welcome back to the moon. This bonus episode featured Cat Blackard as Maria Langlois. Our consortium announcer is Evan Tess Murray. Sound design and editing is by Cass McPhee. The script was written by DJ Silvis, and DJ and Cass are also the show's producers. None of this would be possible without our Patreon backers. Join them at any level and get early access to episodes, including months' early access to our upcoming miniseries, All Your Base and lots of behind-the-scenes content. That's at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Our theme music is Star by the band Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. Transcripts, cast bios, additional music attribution, and more are found on our website, monkeymanproductions.com. Looking for other great audio drama? Visit fableandfolly.com to learn all about the other shows on our network quick show recommendation before I wrap this up go check out And195 it's a lovely podcast about a non-binary magical runner who crosses dimensions if you're into shows like the Far Meridian you'll want to try this one now I'll let you go until our next bonus episode in two weeks you won't want to miss our deeper dive into the story of Dr. Day until then moon watchers Consortium Channel 5 ends our broadcast day with a final message. Honor all curfews, listen to security, and keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, people of Earth. My name is Schmo Brannigan. I have hacked into this RSS feed with a promotional feature for the Wizard Scroll podcast, transcribing in 3, 2, one. Hold on, let me unfurl this wizard scroll real quick. My Went out of Baba Bowie. nowhere, ten humongous scorpions had surrounded the campsite. Tails outstretched. Hello, welcome to McDonald's. Uh, can I take your order? As he says, what are you going to get? I don't know what I want. I'm going to get the double, uh, triple, uh, lobster. Oh, I'll take one too. Two McLobsters? As if on cue, the camera panned upwards, 
directing everyone's attention towards the giant hot air balloon presently taking a pass over the stadium. Holy mother of sassafras, it's Gargo the Destroyer! Leaping into the frame from 420 feet there without a parachute! How are you liking those wizard flakes, kids? The Wizard Scroll is available on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, and wherever else fine podcasts are found. This concludes today's promotional feature.